everybody and welcome. I'm your host, Cheryl, and you're listening to Carve Out Time, the podcast that invites you to take a few moments out of your hectic schedule to ask questions, learn, and grow. In this episode, I'm talking to Michelle Greenberg of Auntie Shell, a vegan lifestyle website about none other than veganism. Hi, Michelle. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. So you have had quite a transformative journey health-wise. Could you tell us a little bit about how this came to be and more so why you chose a vegan diet over other diet plans? Um, So what happened was not so long ago, my doctor told me that my cholesterol was high. So instead of putting me on medication, we tried to figure out uh, different alternatives that I could do to lower the cholesterol. Anyway, so I read about lowering your cholesterol by reducing the amount of animal products. So first I became vegetarian and I immediately saw results. Then what happened was I started to read more, um, watch some films on health, for example, Game Changers, uh, Forks Over Knives, What the Health, and they all talked about uh, reducing your intake of animal products and the health benefits behind that, as well, obviously, for against animal cruelty and for the environment. So all these benefits really influenced me to choose this diet over others. And plus, obviously, seeing the results so quickly and lowering my cholesterol. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the other thing was that I read a book, uh, Food Over Medicine, and it really talked about all different types of illnesses that as a result of someone's diet, especially in North America, how that affects you and how just by eating more fruits and vegetables, legumes, beans, seeds, nuts, mm-hmm. uh, really can benefit you. And if you think about any type of diet, just eating more fruits and vegetables is across the board. The the right thing to do. Yeah, for sure. And obviously, um, reducing the intake of red meat mm-hmm. um, is also a, a huge benefit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the, the reducing red meat has been forever. The doctors have been telling people to do that. So, yeah, I, I guess uh, as the time goes on, we're learning more and more about the negative effects of animal products um, with their system or the overconsumption, exactly. I guess, of the animal products. Um, for me, going vegetarian was an easy transition because I never really liked cooking with animal products. Mm-hmm. When I saw it in its natural form, and then I prepared it, I had a hard time eating it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was different if I went to a restaurant or someone's house, then the food was already prepared with sauces. You didn't see it as an animal. But for example, if I would go to the grocery store and buy a chicken thigh and see it, it just, I couldn't, I couldn't eat it anymore. And like I said, I really did not enjoy preparing those types of foods. Yeah. So I kind of had to retrain myself in terms of learning about what I can eat, but making sure as well that I'm getting all the nutrients mm-hmm. that I should be. So one of the first things I did was I reached out to a nutritionist to help ensure that I was getting enough protein, enough of my vitamin C and I know the one thing that I, I mentioned in the website is that a lot of times you don't get your B12 because mm-hmm. you're not eating the animal products. So you have to make sure you're taking the right supplements as well. Right. Okay. And I love your motto, the imperfect vegan, because um, it, it really does speak to me in the sense that I adopt that motto myself. I've adopted a quasi-vegan, I guess you would call it a quasi-vegan lifestyle, um, where I choose as much as possible um, alternatives 
to meat products, alternatives to um, leather, uh, animal leathers. Um, but I wanted to know for yourself, what made you choose this motto and what does it mean to you? For me, an imperfect vegan was I didn't want to go extreme because, again, if you try something too quickly, too fast, the less chances of you being able to maintain it because it is a, a drastic change. Mm -hmm. And so for me, again, being imperfect is you don't have to be perfect in order to get the benefits and to make positive changes. I think it's good to go slow, do what works for you. And that's why I, I chose the imperfect vegan because for the reasons that you mentioned as well. Um, the other thing is when you go to a restaurant or you go to a friend's house um, to impose those, not impose, but to have those options that it's okay if somebody made something with an egg in it and I wasn't going to be extreme and say, oh, I can't eat that. Yeah. So I think it makes it very hard to transition if you try and eliminate everything all at once. And for me, it was really going vegetarian first. And then as I read more and I learned more, um, I headed in the direction of eating a vegan diet, but as well a plant-based diet because... One of my friends who influenced me or helped me along my way had said, just because it's vegan doesn't mean it's healthy. Right. So you kind of really have to focus on the plant-based uh, part of having a vegan diet. Right. And you have to do your research first and make sure you understand what it entails and, and getting the right nutrients you need. Just jumping right into it without proper research, you, you know, you could in essence, damage your health without doing it properly. So I suppose, and then also, I mean, a few years back, there was less options out there. You know, you would go to a Starbucks or cafe place and, you know, the only milk they had was cow's milk. Now you have a plethora of selection, oat milk, almond milk, soy-based milk. Um, so it's, it's, it is getting easier and easier, but, um, you know, I think it just, it takes some um, getting used to and some research to do it properly. Yeah. And it's become, I find it's also becoming a very polarizing topic and it shouldn't have to be, it shouldn't have to be, you know, extreme one way or another. Um, and it's really tearing people apart, you know, and making those people in between sort of hesitant to, you know, Transition. shift their thinking, oh God, I have to be drastic on one end or I just have to remain a carnivore, you know, and yeah. forget about it. It so, really shouldn't be all or nothing. Exactly. Yeah. I think again, just learning more about eating a vegan and a plant-based diet, reducing the amount increasing, uh, like I said before, the amounts of fruits and vegetables in your diet, even um, I think we've mentioned previously about how the Canadian uh, food health gu guidelines have changed and there's not as much dairy in it. It's again, having half your plate of vegetables and then protein. And so it's really transitioning, I think, more and more into the mainstream. And like you mentioned, at restaurants now, you see more options. And so it's definitely easier transitioning into this type of diet versus years ago where it was much more limited. Yeah. So there are a lot of meat eaters out there, you know, they'll argue that you can't get proper nutrients such as protein, iron, calcium from a plant-based diet. So what would you say to those people? Well, what I would say was truthfully, when I decided to eat this way, I wanted to make sure that I was getting all my nutrients. That was key. And the first thing I did was seek out 
a vegan nutritionist. Mm -hmm. And you'll see that on my website that not only do I provide you know, how to get in touch with her and to make sure that you're eating the proper diet. I even break down what you should be eating to get all those nutrients. And again, it's reteaching yourself or teaching yourself again how to eat. So you're incorporating whether it's lentils and chickpeas and kidney beans, and you're getting all those. It is possible to get all those nutrients. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some vitamins that you can't get as a vegan, and that's your B12. Mm -hmm. But in that case, you could take supplements. And so there are options and there are ways to eat this diet to gain all the nutrients that you need. Right. And and as we just said before, it doesn't necessarily have to be an all or nothing. Exactly. So, you know, if you find few months down the road, you're feeling a little more lacking in, in iron or whatever it is, then yeah. So, you know, have a piece of meat or something if that's what you feel you need. But to make an argument that a plant-based diet is just not a healthy diet completely, it's not a valid argument. Yeah. And I think if you do enough research and you consult a nutritionist, they'll, they'll tell you that, that there's a lot of options out there to choose from. Another thing is if you see the Canadian food guide has even changed in terms of what your plate is supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. And it has more vegetables and legume and less dairy and less uh, meat products. Mm -hmm. So I can't think of any diet that would say that or that doesn't say that the main things you should be eating are fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. So yes, if you want to eat a bit of meat or chicken or whatever that is, that's fine. But in terms of being healthy and getting your nutrients more and more, they're saying that that's within getting, sorry, the vegetables and the fruit is highly important. Right. Yeah. And if you do look at the food guidelines, they do say that you should only be consuming a fist size portion of protein. But when you go to a restaurant, I think they must at least double, if not triple that portion. And people are consuming excessive amounts of animal products, proteins, and, and, and dairies. Yeah. The um, other thing I wanted to mention was so much talk has been about, or what's put out there is that we're not getting enough protein, where in fact, the truth is we're not getting enough fiber. Mm -hmm. And if people really took the time and either spoke to a nutritionist to find out how to eat and what nutrients they need, they would actually find out that they're getting enough of their protein and that they're lacking in the fiber area Yeah, I'm sure. in the North American diet. At yeah. Least. yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that North American diet, you know, people consider French fries as a vegetable and, and that's not right. We certainly, because unfortunately we do not have an abundance of fresh fruits and vegetables in our northern climate, it makes it a little bit harder, but still, there's plenty of stuff out there at the grocery store and people are not consuming enough fruits and vegetables. And, and even the frozen, when they freeze it, they still have the nutrients in it. And that's right, no. what I try and do, especially in the website with the recipes that I share. I like to make it simple and easy. Mm -hmm. And I think that's key as well, because at the end of the day, when you you know, finish work and you have to start cooking, a lot of people say, oh, there's so much work, I have to cut up the fruits or the vegetables or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And so buying frozen is fine and yeah. just as good. Yeah, for sure. The other thing I like to point out to people, there's something called the blue zones. I don't know if you've heard of them, but they're some of the healthiest places in the world of how people eat. And their diet mainly consists of fruits, vegetables, legume. Occasionally, they'll have a piece of meat 
but mm-hmm. it's on like a special occasion. Right. And they'll have a small piece and a good quality piece. Mm-hmm. And so if people who are carnivores just want to reduce mm-hmm. the amount, and again, like you said, in terms of having that, you know, having one side versus the other, like you said, that's not going to help. I think yeah. people, again, just making informed decisions and learning about, you know, how to eat more like a whole food plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. And that's key because, like I said before, eating vegan isn't always healthy. There's a lot of junk options out there Mm -hmm. that, you know, don't make it, it makes it so, of course, no animals are hurt and maybe it's better for the environment, but overall, it's not improving your health. Mm -hmm. So it's important not only to be vegan, but to eat a whole food plant-based diet. Right. And I think that the other aspect also was that, you know, in the beginning, there was very limited options. So being vegan was almost like you were starving yourself. But now, you know, there's more and more options. There's more and more. Yes, the fast foods probably are not the best options, but the fast food meats aren't either. So, you know, uh, there's a lot more out there. There's a lot more uh, items available to choose from in the grocery stores and the restaurants. Um, a lot of restaurant menus have, are becoming more vegan friendly. Um, so why not take advantage of all those options out there? And the one thing that I found, I've gone to steakhouses and typically they've, like I've mentioned, they've had one or two options for vegetarians. But there was one specific in Montreal that I went to and I asked, you know, why don't you incorporate something into the menu instead of me just having a soup and salad? And the response that I got was, well, it's a it's a meat house. It's a steakhouse. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like they're really behind with the times because chances are if you have a group of people going out to eat, one of those people more or less will probably be either vegan or vegetarian. So why not accommodate? Yes, And so a few years later, I went back to that same restaurant and now they do have vegetarian options. So again, it it is becoming more and more popular. Mm -hmm. And like you said, for various reasons, it could be for health, it could be against animal cruelty, and it could be for the environment. Mm -hmm. And so you know, whatever reason you choose, that's fine. And I know I started, like I said, for health reasons. But again, you know, I I now see more reasons why I would do it because of the animals. And like we were talking about, perhaps, you know, how they're, how the animals or the chickens are raised and how in such an unhealthy environment and people don't realize where they're getting yeah. the, the products from. Yeah, exactly. They don't realize all the hormones and uh preservatives that they put into getting that into the grocery stores and then on your plate. So um, there was another thing that I noticed on your website that you mentioned that veganism was more of a holistic approach to your health. And I'm wondering if you're saying that because you found that not only did it help you physically, but it also helped you mentally. Well, I wouldn't say necessarily that veganism is holistic. What I felt was in in order to feel better and be healthy, it's not just diet. You have to incorporate fitness, meditation for your mental health or getting therapy, and also being part of a community. They've showed these are the things that will help you live a a longer and healthier lifestyle. So that's why in the sections for fitness, I have a fitness trainer, or she talks about just moving. Again, a lot of people don't like going to the gym, and that's fine, but just go for a walk, find an activity that you like, just move. And then again, with the mental health, um, a few examples were in your childhood, whatever 
affects you as a child will then later um, end up having an effect how you are as an adult in terms of your behavior. So one of the things that I felt was that it's important to get to the root of those issues, which is separate from the vegan aspect, but again, just as important in terms of, like I said, living a longer and healthier lifestyle. Right. And yeah, figuring out why you eat the way you do. Exactly. There's a lot of talk about emotional eating with a lot of people or habitual eating, you know, where they after supper, they're full to the brim and yet they'll still snack while they're watching TV and you have to sort of address those issues. Yeah. And the other thing that you'll realize is a lot of times um, the reason why you eat the way you do as an adult is because you learn from when you were a child Mm -hmm. how you, and so you kind of continue that pattern. And that was hard for me to break that cycle because no one in my family are vegan or vegetarian. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I go over to my parents' house for a meal, my mother's always asking me, what should I make you? And now she's like a huge fan and always checking out the website and trying the recipes and really seeing that Mm -hmm. there's so many options. And, you know, it's endless in terms of what you can make and prepare for meals. Yeah, no, for sure. And I, I, had a similar, uh, you know, well, not similar, but when I grew up, it was, um, you know, you have to finish your food, everything on your plate, you have to finish it, you know, it was like, we didn't want to be wasteful. But then as an adult, I would tell my son, stop when you're full doesn't matter. You don't have to finish what's on your plate. I mean, I'm not promoting wastefulness, but I'm promoting being in tune with your body. And when your body signals that you're full, you're full and you stop. And that's the most important. Okay. So now that you've convinced a few listeners out there to make a move towards a more vegan friendly diet, how does your website help with the process? Okay. So like I was talking about earlier, um, there's a nutrition section. And what I really wanted to help people was to go there and see what foods they can eat to meet those nutritional guidelines. And it gives you portions. It gives you options. Um, as well, I created a grocery list mm-hmm. so that you'd have an idea. And it's really in terms of it has so many options. Yeah, you've taken the brain work yeah. out of it. You're just here you go you're off and exactly Mm -hmm. and so the other thing I did was I made a checklist and this comes from um, a very known well-known doctor Dr. Greger who created this checklist of all the nutrients that you need to eat in a day Mm -hmm. and some people need that help and so what it is it's a breakdown of how much protein you should eat what kinds of foods that you could eat even how many glasses of water uh, how to get your vitamin D how to get your calcium and so it really makes it easy for you to kind of see or incorporate or change to a vegan diet. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing that the website, like I mentioned earlier, is there's um, a nutritionist who's whole food plant-based and vegan. And I would highly recommend seeking her advice if you'd like to go in that direction. Because again, you want to ensure that you're getting everything, all your nutrients that that you need. Mm -hmm. So that's one section that really I tried to give the most information to help people eat properly as a vegan. Yeah, yeah, it, it really does help take that brain work out of it. You've done all the research for them, makes it really easy. And another thing that I really liked about your website was the Happy Cow link. Yes. Um, you know, where you click on it and it'll tell you the vegan vegetarian restaurants close to you 
which is fabulous, you know, because as we were talking about when you're going out to eat, now there's more and more options out there. And you see that with this happy cow link. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, sometimes you don't want to cook and you're tired or you're out of town and you don't know what restaurant to go to. So again, I wanted to provide as much information as possible Mm -hmm. to, you know, the person who might be interested in changing their diet and eating this way. The other thing that I plan to do on the website is incorporate the different um, companies that provide these types of foods. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if I'm making, let's say, uh, something with chickpeas in it, I will list all the ingredients and what companies that have that type of uh, food. The brands, the different brands that offer uh, vegan, vegetarian uh, choices. Yeah, that's it's wonderful. Really, I, I recommend people check out the website. It's very informative. It has uh, a lot of information, uh, not just about diet, though, but about how it impacts the environment. You know, I was exploring it and you're going into meditation and you resource a lot of experts and different topics uh, what we were mentioning, the holistic approach to your health, it really is, you know, yoga, meditation, um, dietary, environmental, and the the animal rights video that I was very fond of, um, you know, really good way of looking at things, not to fault anybody per se, but just to open your mind to a different viewpoint of our traditions and habits and it was really enlightening. So um, thank you so much for being here and joining us to discuss this topic. Really appreciate well, it. Well, again, thank you for having me. And again, anyone could check out the website. What I like to do also was make it interactive. So in every section, if you have a question or have a, or even a recipe that you'd like me to add or incorporate it in the, in the website in any way, mm-hmm. I wanted to make that as an option as well. Yeah, you're building a community and it's wonderful. Exactly. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to my fourth episode of Carve Out Time with vegan lifestyle expert Michelle Greenberg of Auntie Shell. If you're considering moving towards a vegan diet, I highly recommend checking out Auntie Shell's website. It's full of tips and advice on not just veganism, but adopting a healthier and happier lifestyle. In my upcoming episode, my guest will be Joy Rogers, mom, entrepreneur, volunteer first responder, and breast cancer survivor. I will be speaking with her about her battle and victory over breast cancer and how she's helping others do the same. If you or someone you love is battling breast cancer, send in your questions for Joy to carveouttime at gmail.com. That's C-A-R-V-O-U-T-I-M-E at gmail.com. And remember, all questions will remain anonymous, so please don't be embarrassed or shy and get those answers you need. I look forward to having you join us in our next conversation. And remember, no matter how busy your life gets, always make sure to carve out time for yourself.